Hello and welcome <laughs> to episode 19 of the Alexis Pereira program. I'm your host, Alexis Pereira. And with me as always, the limo driver to my Princess Diana, Alex Estrada. Alex, <laughs> yeah, how are I'm, you, buddy? I'm just like, I'm your, your faithful limo driver looking for the opportunity to end this once and for all. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, find a tunnel and a ramp. That's, uh, that's what he did. <laughs> Folks, we are we're we're doing this live on video for the first time. Basically, went from the 1800s to the 1900s, I believe, is when video was invented. Is that is that true, Alex? I know you're a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, just about. Well, actually, I think the uh, first film or videogram came out in the 19th century. So once again, Alexis, you are wrong. Okay, well that's we'll fix it in post, <laughs> and we can do that now because we're on video. We'll fix that. We'll just do some graphic overlays. Oh, um, no. Okay, already a comment asking uh, <laughs> if we need anything. No, that's okay. There we go. Alex, Our... how how was your week? How's it how's it going? My week my week has been uh, a okay so far. Uh, I'm in the midst of trying to plan for an extended uh, California trip uh, in December. So that's been a uh, sort of a visiting uh, the fire, an, an ordeal. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, me and Antifa are uh, out to set another fire uh, sometime in December. So watch out, uh, Silver Lake. Wow, well, that's nice. <laughs> you know, and you're working from home too, so you can you can go for as long as you want. Right, right, exactly. So that's the sort of the thing we're trying to figure out is like where to stay, where to go, uh, what to do. Little tip for the uh, audience members out there: If you're working from home, uh, work home can be anywhere. You know they don't double check, so you know a little tip. Uh, I had a little bit of a rough week. I I got something from Banana Republic. Maybe, should I even say that? I but whatever. I said it. It's out there. I got something from a store. Okay. <laughs> I was excited to get it. All right. I opened the package. I put it on. I put it on the pair of pants. It feels very nice. It's very cottony with a hint of metal. And I'm thinking, hmm, that hint of metal, what's that all about? Oh, oh, I don't know. They left the security thing on it. <laughs> uh, they left the freaking security thing on it. So then I go to a local uh, uh, store and they're like, oh, because well, anyway, uh, I chatted with the service people and they're like, go to the local store, they'll take it off. You know, that, that, really sorry about that. I go to the local store and they're like, oh, you got specialty pants. And I was like, well, what does that mean? And they're like, <laughs> you got to go. There's only one store that sells these kind of pants with that kind of security. So you have to go to that specific one on Fifth Avenue. Wow. So, yeah. so th it's crazy to me because back in the days, it was just, you know, a, a generic magnet magnet. But I guess people are stealing enough pants that uh, <laughs> they have to specifically <laughs> protect themselves. Well, I saw I was watching some YouTube videos of like Australians showing you how to break it open, you know, <laughs> and uh, to comment from one of our watchers. So you can just uh, if only off. we could just cut it off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'll go to the pants, ink, right? Ink dye all over my pants. <laughs> um, It'd be an improvement. <laughs> um, <laughs> So one guy was just like, all you do is you put one fork here and one fork there and you squeeze them, make sure you rotate it so it doesn't die, doesn't explode on you. And then it gets it up. I'm like, I'm not doing that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck up my pants. So wait, so are these, you're just going to wear the pants with the tag on for yeah, the rest of your life? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to risk my life. I'm going to go to the Fifth, the fifth Avenues uh. and ask them to take it off. 
then yeah, another comment. Make them into capris. <laughs> God, the, the Alexis Pereira harem is just out in full force today. <laughs> you know what, ladies? Thank you so much for watching. Uh, there's going to be some extra uh, money in the Venmo tonight. Uh, <laughs> folks, <laughs> I, <laughs> Alex, I am so excited about our guest today. Uh, you know, you and I, we're both Latin men. Uh, as We are. Uh, the know, courts have ruled, I, yes. Well, you know. <laughs> And I always wonder, what, what's better than two Latin men? One white man. But what's better than that, <laughs> all right? What's better than that? And I would say three Latin men. huh? And uh, today's guest, you could catch him uh, every Friday on Characters Welcome at UCB East. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Will Martinez, everybody. Oh, Will. Hey, Here he is. <laughs> Did I get that oh. right, Will? It's every Friday. Oh yes, man, you are! I can't believe that you are wrong on so many counts. <laughs> I got kicked off of the characters' welcome <laughs> after the first season, uh, and then, uh, and also, I don't know if anybody told you about UCB, but there's a lot of there's a lot of changes happening. <laughs> what? Excuse me. I have They've got a board. They've got a diverse board now, so that means we're not getting on. Uh, well, well, maybe we can still uh, install a new deck or something to some of these weekends, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, stairs from the stage. We'll make what? stairs from the stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I do want to say, Alexis, uh, not to jump in here real quick, but um, I had the same exact. Uh, thing happened to me. I had bought a hat, uh, one of my many, many hats, uh, and realized that the tag was still on, but that store was in White Plains. Uh, mm. Hey, it was a it was a Spencer's. So let's be real. There's no Spencer's <laughs> in the city that I could easily yeah. access. There's one in Roosevelt Field Mall. Yeah, well, I'm not going. I'm not going out there. Um, they, uh, but uh, I looked on YouTube. You can actually uh, burn the tag off if you like really? but you gotta do it you gotta do it in a in a because there's like a ball bearing spring system in there so like if you melt away the plastic it'll but you could burn you could burn your clothes <laughs> it'll destroy the uh the hat or the you know the yeah. tight pants in the meantime yeah. but yeah so i could either try to take it off and get ink dye all over it or and, and just ruin the pants or i could destroy my entire apartment just burn, <laughs> just burn everything yeah. down yeah yeah Yes, uh, that's a, a completely unrelated side note. This is a homeless shelter that I'm doing this from. Uh, so, you know. It's oh, a luxury out- hotel, Will. That's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Colors like that in a homeless yeah. shelter. <laughs> they, they get busy here. They get busy here on, one, on 188. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> the upper, upper west side. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The neighbors want you in. Over yes. there, that's how far yes. up it is. Yeah, I I had to pay a lot of rent because they uh, defined my neighborhood as the super Upper West Side. So uh, uh, <laughs> super means good. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man, what's going on, guys? No, nothing. How's your quarantine been, Will? Oh, uh, it's been. Oh, I mean, look, as a person of color, a BIPOC, uh, whatever the hashtag uh, that represents me is, uh, I, it's been as hard. It's you know. Uh, 
Uh, well, first, I've been unemployed for a year, so I, like an asshole, decided to try to eat, pray, love uh, before the uh, pandemic started. Doesn't work for us. <laughs> no, work. None of the three work for Latino men. I'm I sorry, know, I'm no, right no. now. I was like, oh, baby, I'm going to eat, pray, love. And then the <laughs> pandemic started. Um, the pandemic started, I was like, oh, even better, because this is not going to last forever. So I am going to get a lot of cheap flights, baby. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and I bought, like, five flights for, like, $500. Like, um, And then, uh, so I was like, if I, I'll, I'll be smarter than all these dummies. I will buy my ticket for July. <laughs> It'll be over, but surely we'll be smart enough to wear masks and do all the things that are asked of us to make sure that by July I can have a dope eat, pray, love. Uh, come June, <laughs> I was on the phone with the airlines, like, "Hey, this is not going away. Can I get my money back?" Uh, I gotta cancel my flight to Pittsburgh. I don't know. Yeah, for Hispanic men, it's eat, pray, heart attack at forty. My yeah, child, yeah. At least. yeah no, it's a <laughs> stay where you are. So, so that's been pretty hard. Uh, my birthday was in July, uh, so I didn't get to celebrate the summer, which. I love to go to theme parks for my birthday week. I go to like all of, uh, like like Darney Park. I do all that. Couldn't do that. Uh, so then I was like, um, oh, you know what? I, summer, fine. I don't get to enjoy that. Halloween, my second favorite time of the year. I'll definitely get to go oh. to Halloween Hard Nights. <laughs> That's not happening. You're on the phone uh, with the Legion. Yeah, yeah, I need to cancel my flight to Philly. I'm uh, like, please, someone just tell the governor of Florida to just call. I just need to get to Universal Studios, please. Uh, but you can go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could. You're up. right. Alexis, you are correct. Uh, except for the fact that I now am like, uh, what's borderline destitute? Is that is there a phrase for that? Because that's I'm just that's, destitute. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not there yet. You know, I don't want to kind of lump myself in the destitute bucket. Um, okay. But I, yeah, I, you're, I, on the, you're on the you're uh, on the 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 uh, Pereira trajectory. That's what call it. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. You yeah. know what? I can go either way. That, you know what? That is true. That was part of the five slide uh, presentation Alexis gave me on on financial <laughs> literacy, uh, and I'm definitely going on the wrong half of that uh, chart. For those of you who in, at home, I, I used to do a class for all uh, BIPOC uh, performers at UCB about their finances, and basically, I would ask if anybody here, if your parent is a monarch. You don't have to take this. You can leave, but the rest of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kept saying this was a pyramid scheme. Alexis was like, no, it's a circle. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> so that kept yeah. me there. Uh, and we're in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, but yeah, so that so that didn't go. So that's also the, the world is on fire. Uh, I don't know if you guys have looked out your window. Uh, but for everybody, the world is in chaos, so that's not good. So no money, no Halloween, no birthday, no being able to go outside and 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 not have to worry about several things killing me. Uh, well, for Halloween, you can incorporate your mask somehow, so it's not totally lost. That's you know. true, but my mask doesn't protect me. My mask protects other people. They don't wear masks. Wow. Uh, wow. uh But that, other than that, guys, I am. Well, we're on the lit verse. You guys agreed yeah. to do it after 
several Venmo donations to Alexis. Well, you know, I have to pay my rent and other people's rent as well, if you know what I mean. <laughs> interesting, interesting that that uh, your hair looks really nice, though. Well, thank uh, you. I well, I just got a haircut today. Uh, I got first of all, I got a blowout, um, which I had never gotten before. Uh, I get home, my girlfriend immediately just starts laughing hysterically. She said I looked like my her mom on a date. <laughs> so i you know whatever i took a shower and shampooed it out then i like had to walk by the salon twice and i was mm -hmm. just like rushing to get by I just being like i felt bad i'm like yo man it was great i thought it was a great haircut but you know <laughs> you did post one pic where i was like god damn am i attracted to alexis like that first one where your hair was like straight i was like oh this is he is you know what I've known Alexis probably at this point, what, like six years? I would say he's been trying to convince me he's a Papi Suave for the entire six years. I believe it today. I'm telling you. Everybody who realizes they find me attractive, they have a terrible week after. So I just want to let you know that. It's going to be downhill for you. You're going to not feel great. But, uh, you know. Okay. Got to be honest with yourself. Now, Will, we brought you on here. You are the uh, creator, the founder of this channel that we're on, the Litverse, I would love for you to tell us more about it. Yes. That, uh, that, did I read the question right? What was the question? Uh, <laughs> is this 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 question. Are there pictures? Oh, the, yeah. Um, put up if if you have if you have it, but I don't know. Uh, I don't. I didn't mm -hmm. set it up. Uh, you no didn't problem. respond to any of my tech questions. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I didn't. No, I'm I'm happy to talk about the Litverse. So I, one thing I do have to say, I am. I am one of the three main creators of the Liverse. It's me, Ananda, uh, Onasai, and uh, Kurt Cruz. Uh, we put together yep. this streaming channel um, where the the idea was that uh, for one month, because you know we we all are broke and we don't have money, if we could invest time and and money into resources to create a space for BIPOC. Uh, to create content, right? And they don't have to worry about any of the hurdles or any gatekeepers. They don't have to justify their content, nothing. It's just whatever you want to do, you have time and space on this channel to do it. Um, and uh, I personally called 85 people directly, pitched this to them, uh, and uh, made them feel, I, I wanted to, people to feel like this was like, like an important thing. Um, one of the, one of the things that I wanted them to know was like, you know, we're not, I don't want to do no disrespect. I don't want to do shitty zoom shows or <laughs> I don't want to do shitty. No disrespect shows. to me. Or, or <laughs> well, no, just cause I feel like I'll say like, listen, let's be real. Well. When this pandemic hit, there was a ton of Zoom improv shows, right? And I was like, these all look bad. Uh, so I wanted to invest. Uh, I just wanted a space where we could do dope stuff that has, like, cool things. Like, um, like this shit, to me, is not a big deal. But, like, the ability to do that. Um, and for me, an idiot to be able to do that. Um, I think 
was 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 something that I wanted to offer people so that they could literally they could give me a 10 minute piece they could give me an hour piece uh we had a show that was like 90 minutes like it doesn't matter we have like call in we have like all these options for people to be able to create like uh what we call what we say is like proof of concept content so like if you had a meeting in November what would you do in October uh to show them what it is you're doing within obviously like you know what you can right because you can't have a film studio and stuff like that no. but like it's no snuff uh, films no snuff <laughs> films i mean if if that encourages no i'm just kidding um i i want to say too uh, also like uh i would we also try to pull resources so like um like royalty free music uh at, like graphic designers uh editors uh and like w- what i wanted to do what we wanted to do was make sure like uh ananda like she was like a graphic designer for a very, very like high visible like business guy that we all get like video ads for. I, I don't know if she wants me to say, but she used to work for him. Uh, and Kurt, he he does tech for for a lot of these streaming shows. Tech so we wizard. want tech master. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, we wanted to be able. <laughs> that's his title, not mine. Uh, we wanted to just be able to say, look, you don't worry about. I can't do this or I don't have the resources to do this. We will try to get you a resource. Now, if you want like a Pixar movie, probably that's not possible, but you have a space, you have a place to create. Um, And then also uh, we're like also trying to donate time to uh, BIPOC black owned businesses uh, and just give them free air commercial time. Right. So like not just, uh, saying, hey, go check this out. But like, if you want to film a 30 minute ad on your phone, we'll air it for free. N- you don't got to do anything other than give us the information for people to go support you. Uh, uh, so those are kind of like all the, we wanted to make sure there was all encompassing in terms of like giving a space and creating a space, but also elevating things that might, uh, people and, and, and creative uh, that might not have uh, the ability to do so, right? Because, uh, I mean, believe it or not, I think I've talked to you about this a lot, Alexis. Um, even with those personal conversations that I've been having and with the emails that I've been sending, like, I still get uh, communication from some of the creators that are like, so I just tell people to go to Instagram live, right? And I'm just like, no, right? So, like, even, like, understanding, like, the scope of this is also, like, part of of the mission, like, we can we can create dope stuff and 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 um, kind of breaking our brains uh, uh, from like I have to do an insta live show or I have to do a zoom show or my thing you know I don't have the ability to make a show that looks good and has like transitions and stuff like that like we want it to be dope look dope feel like a TV show feel like a TV channel have uh, content blocks wherever possible um and yeah it's uh it's 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 so far so good we launched october 1st uh and it's been it's been dope we're gonna have like a halloween night uh we have like we had like a dj launch party like uh i know i'm talking a lot but i think it's important yeah, also to know that like the breadth of what we're doing is not only in terms of like representing 
what we look like, but also how we express ourselves. So like, we're going to have like music visualizers, um, like talk shows, like, uh, live musical shows uh of course there's going to be like the stand-up shows and all that stuff but like there there is a lot of variety in the type of things that that we're doing as well so that's the mission that's the goal hopefully by the end of this month we'll have hundreds of hours of content that will for this display well i hope you make it to the end of the month with your sanity Um, and you've made a good choice in uh, help having Alexis here to start off because it's all up from here, baby. <laughs> That's right. uh, well, Alexis, can I be Alexis? Should I drop some tea right now on you and like the fact that you were supposed to do something and uh, you couldn't? Uh, so this is this is well, good. This is yeah, good. I couldn't clear it with legal. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I kept telling him, Alexis, it's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you don't know how disheartening it is to have a full pitch meeting with Alexis, him being like, I support this fully. Seeing him <laughs> seeing him record dope Edgar Allan Poe videos, me going, Oh, we're gonna get some good shit for the channel. <laughs> it drops on his Insta and then him being like, I couldn't figure anything out. <laughs> Oh my God! You want to hear a funny story? You can tell them how uh, how we settled on the format and title of this podcast. What is this? What is this? Just shit on Alexis? <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. Tell, tell, Your hair looks great. No, no, no. no just no. Alexis uh, reached out to me a couple, I guess, a couple of weeks ago. It was like, oh, or a couple months ago, and said like, oh, would you like to co-host? You know, you and I have a good rapport. Uh, would you like to co-host a podcast with me? And I, you know, I agreed because you know, I said, yeah, sure. You know, Alexis, he needs this. I can, uh, you know, we can jump on. And so, like, we go to record the first episode. The title is the Alexis Forever Crowd. <laughs> 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 okay, in my defense, oh, I thought it would be so damn funny to ask you to co-host the show and name it after me. No. And it's funny. I mean, it's, yeah, it's funny. It's real funny. Make me I, laugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I, I've learned early in my life to never compliment Alexis because the one time that I was like, you know, Alexis, like I respect you. I think you're very funny. Um, I remember this. You're, you're like one of the people that I look up to. And after I gave him like this, like really, like I mean it, like I respect him and I, I find him like someone to look up to. He goes, this is what he says to me. He goes, but you're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> and Dude, i was like right. oh i'll yeah. never be nice to you ever again <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah alexis Wait, is like it's it's like being friends with the perpetual motion machine that, uh, <laughs> that runs on <the> narcissism <laughs> yeah 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 okay this will like, all be know. edited out yeah <laughs> yes it will it will be edited out there's a there's a only alexis beautiful filter ha- happening right now thank you <laughs> so well we uh we're going to yep. get over to the monologue now. Uh, <laughs> we're halfway through the show. <laughs> but, um, Will, uh, and you're a regular listener, and so you know this. Um, I, th- I am also uh, podcasting on the Authentic uh, uh, Podcast Network. Yes. And, uh, you know, this is great because we're basically we're doing a proof of concept, a POC POC, if you will, a proof of concept of a yeah. person of color. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and uh, basically they said, you know, Add, add talk show uh, stuff because maybe one day if your show takes off, we'll make a talk show. We'll help you produce a talk show. And so one of the uh, elements of a talk show, as you know, 
other than the dancing during the credits, mm-hmm. is uh, a monologue. It's a monologue. And uh, so I wrote a monologue today. I was, I, was, I, was, I was okay. I know we're halfway through the show. Is it okay if I uh, if I go ahead and uh, do it for? <laughs> Did we lose Alex? Oh, uh, what happened? Oh, Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to uh, enlarge Alexis so he could. Do <laughs> oh, that, I mean, he, he's got lots of trouble with that. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what? You give me a glass of water in an hour. <laughs> All right, so. <clears throat> My monologue. (sighs) One of my favorite subplots of the Trump presidency, other than Melania trying to never touch Donald in public, is Trump's health care plan. While he ran for president, Trump savaged Obama for not being able to negotiate a better health care plan with the Republicans. And you'd think Obama would get along with the GOP since he did once make a black man have a beer with the police officer who arrested him at his house. People did agree Obamacare wasn't perfect. There's a tax penalty for not getting insurance. The private plans are very expensive. And overall, it was a huge mess. Trump said, unlike the last guy, he would not only replace Obamacare with a better plan, but he'd do it fast. He also said he wouldn't disclose any details before he won the presidency because he didn't want anybody to steal his good ideas. In March of 2017, a replacement did come. (laughs) Not from Trump, but from House Republicans. They submitted the ACA. Basically, it was Obamacare without the words Obama or care. For example, you still couldn't deny health coverage for people with pre-existing conditions, but now you can charge them whatever you want. Hey, I'm not saying you can't have health insurance. I'm just saying it costs $3 million and you better rev up that GoFundMe. The CBO estimated that an extra 23 million people would be uninsured because of this plan. Republicans had run into their bitter enemy. Republicans. You see, there are two sides to the Republican Party. One side that believes there should be little to no laws on the the insurance industry, and they should be able to treat and charge people whatever and however they want. And another side that doesn't believe in political suicide. In a private lunch with Republicans, Trump was furious. Donald called the plan, quote, mean, 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 and a son of a bitch. This is true. The plan eventually did not get passed, and it was so unpopular that 33 House Republicans lost their seats, giving the House back to the Democrats. Now, fast forward three years later. Trump still has no plan, but he says one is coming. But he has an ace up his sleeve, the Corte Suprema. You see, Obamacare is now pretty popular. 7% more Americans approve of it than disapprove. Trump knows he can't go up against it, so he's decided he'd rather let the courts throw it out so he can go up against nothing. It's like trying to sell somebody a house, but they already have a house, so you just knock their house down. But Trump and Pence have promised if they win, they'll have a new health care plan and they'll pass it fast and easy, unlike the last guy. And that is my monologue. Folks, I'll open it up to the panel. <laughs> here, here you go. <laughs> is this what it's like to read Alexis? I should I should inform people. That, yeah, it's a it's a monologue. This is a uh, late night show written by Anton Chekhov. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we are well, all just, the seagull. So, um, <laughs> so comments, it's like liberal info work. That's right. Um, <laughs> 
I feel like the comments are throwing you off because you're never you're not used to getting criticism in real time. It's true. I usually have to read about it in uh, Facebook comments later on. <laughs> now, uh, what's your health experience situation? Uh, Will, we'll start with you. Oh, God. What's my health experience? Health insurance in a situation. Oh, oh I currently God. do not have any insurance. I have not had health insurance for a year since I decided to eat Pray Love. Uh, um uh but uh usually it goes like this i when i would have job jobs like i would work at office jobs i'd ignore my health insurance until like the last week of employment where i was like oh i'm definitely getting the fuck out of here mm-hmm. and then i would schedule several doctors and dentist appointments and my dentist saw me once every year maybe uh and he knew the drill the drill was Get all the shit you need done right now because next week I can't pay you. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> uh, so that's uh, that's uh, my health. Uh, oh, I do have one story. I was at UCB and I did a show live and I took a pretty bad spill. Um, and uh, I had no – this was one of the times in between jobs where I didn't have insurance. Uh, and uh, whoever was in charge of making sure I didn't sue the theater hit me up. Uh, and they were like, you should apply for like this. What, what, what is the insurance that the theater, I don't know. Uh, equity, actors equity, whatever that was. I didn't sign up for it cause I didn't need it, but I was like, should I, uh, but I had a job the next week. So it was fine. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, why don't you, uh, well, we can, we can all go to the same, same, uh, uh, size boxes if you want to go back. To <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, this isn't what you told me to do, but okay. <laughs> Same Look, size boxes. That's a nickname you for know, Alexis. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and Alex, I know you have a job. You work at. Uh, you, well, I don't know if you want to tell people where you work, but uh, yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a uh, city employee, so I have uh, excellent health insurance, and it's perfect because they're uh, throwing us all back into the schools uh, so we can catch coronavirus. So, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not me though. I'm also a city employee, but when I was when I first um, worked for the city like uh, 10 years ago before I was full-time, I had such a bad insurance that the dentist that I went to said, pretend you didn't show me this insurance and I'm just going to say you ran out of here. Oh, man. It's, like, it's uh, almost like, it's like your insurance is so bad. Can you punch me and, <laughs> and run? That's so crazy. I worked. Uh, I had worked at this job that was probably like the best job I've ever had in my life. And the insurance was like, to me, like we were going through the HR, I guess HR was like switching over or something. And they were explaining, it was new information to me because I had just started, but it was like really like completely shift for people who had been there. So it was like a mix of people. And uh, I remember in that meeting being like, this is great. You guys, you're going to like do this. And I only have to pay like this much comes out of my check. Like, wow. <laughs> I remember everybody else being like, this is fucking <laughs> bullshit. Like, like fuck <laughs> this. Like, wow. We get another slap in the face. as employees. <laughs> Just, just a panning of white people. Just be like, "This is bullshit. This is fucking bullshit." There's like this you. You're like, "Wow!" Oh. I can finally get this appendix out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get my teeth checked once a year. <laughs> I'm so happy, and everyone else is like, "Fuck oh. this!" Like, I gotta pay ten dollars a month now. This used to be free. Um, 
Anyway. Mm. Well, that's nice. Um, so <laughs> let's get into the news. Um, <laughs> top top news story um, last night. Kamala Harris. <laughs> back to the big box. Kamala Harris and uh, uh, Mike Pence, former governor of Indiana, uh, president, vice president. Uh, he uh, they had a debate last night. Uh, Will, did you watch? <laughs> you know I didn't watch it. I know you didn't um, watch. Here's really? the thing. I unfortunately was like, I can watch something that ultimately won't alter my decision in any way, shape, or form, or I can invest in trying to learn how to use, uh, you know, TweetDeck to promote this streaming channel <laughs> because I'm the only one doing it. Uh, so I decided to do this because I feel like this would be more helpful. That's very nice. Alex, uh, what do you think of the debate? What I think of the debate? I, I mean, you know, do you want the uh, the honest answer, the joke answer? No, I mean, like, you know, I thought it was it was fine. Like, the vice president debates are always, like, very uncharismatic and, like, you don't really learn a ton. Like, no, I've never seen a freak out at a vice presidential debate. And I was really hoping with the fly moment that we'd finally get it, that she would just say, like, you know, hey, dude, you got a fly in your head or something. Oh, and just, be, like, wreck the, uh, the propriety of it all. But she didn't. So, yeah, overall, I don't think it was that spectacular. There were some points I'd like to uh, uh, point, like, uh, concentrate on. The first one is... I don't know where the Republicans got this idea, and I, I, I kind of understand their logic, but they keep repeating that the swine flu was worse than what we got right now. <laughs> now, <laughs> I am—I um, can't remember if I was born around 2009. I think I was born like a little bit before then, and I was alive and walking around in 2009. Now, I remember it was serious. You know, people did take it serious, um, and uh, you know, I guess it killed you know what 14,000 people or something like that um in america or, but uh it uh i can't believe that they're just going to keep on going with this whole idea of being like well you know obama did worse with the swine flu don't you guys remember the swine <laughs> flu it was worse yeah i think it's it's part of some like weird strategy where it's like uh, the the entire point of it is just to point the fact that like look they didn't they weren't that great with all pandemics like people have fucked up with pandemics before. You remember the swine flu? Yeah, Nine thousand people died, and you know they didn't even talk about it. Nobody talked about this. Yeah. So yeah, so I think it's just kind of like you know it's a sort of a whip it out and compare moment. Like you know you're, we're taking the steps we're taking are unprecedented, and that they were lackadaisical, but it was a less deadly flu, so that's why yeah. they got off easy. Debates, yeah. debates to me always, they're just weird, format wise because. Like, I don't know, like they don't, well, whatever. The ones that I've been alive for, I guess, uh, to like old enough to like care enough to watch, they just don't follow the flow of a conversation that like I, you know, nor obviously makes yeah. sense, but like people fucking talk over people. They like disrespect people in a way that is just like egregious. Like, you know, like in real life, I'd be like, bro, I'm I'm having a like I'm talking right now. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And it's that's always been like the Bronx uh, in me to be like, yeah, no, this is stupid. Like, why does it like this person just go and punch the other person? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? had, she said it. She yeah, she, 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 she yo, I'm speaking. 
she said and, it yeah i saw the i saw like the clips and she kind of was like the closest to like how i would like a debate to go which is like <laughs> could you shut the fuck up while i'm talking please god damn is no one gonna say anything yeah uh, and, and it's it's interesting too because there's another i mean you know here we're gonna go into the uh liberal bias here but another thing that uh republicans do is like they believe if uh if rich people get a tax cut they believe that those taxes uh that's everybody's taxes so they're like you know so if we raise taxes on the rich they believe oh you're raising taxes on everybody like you know that's everybody's taxes rich people's taxes is everybody's taxes and uh so uh, Kamala said uh, uh, that uh, you know we're going to cut the taxes of people making over four hundred thousand, and uh, then Mike Pence goes, "Wow, for over four hundred thousand? That's everybody. <laughs> That's everybody in America." <laughs> oh my God, I can't. Did you ever do this thing? I remember classifying myself as lower middle class uh, when I was a young man uh, in you know uh, probably like middle school or whatever and one teacher finally being like will you're in a school in the bronx you are poor <laughs> <laughs> like like not in a like a like a mean way but to be like you're not middle class like you know what i mean you're going mm -hmm. like I, like you know your family's getting the free lunches like you know you're like like you know what i mean like we, we you need them like that's not what middle class means like you know, your teacher, your, your teacher well, was like, "Will, have you noticed that I'm standing behind bars while I'm teaching this class?" <laughs> yeah, well, your grandmother tried to lie uh, to get you into ESL, so like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't. Oh my god! I don't know why you think you're middle class. Uh, 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 but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it, it, like that, that, that kind of whole like my mind being blown by like. Like, I don't, I'm never going to be like, you know, above a certain threshold uh, unless I make a TV show. So, yeah, you never there know. There we go. That's, I think that's, we're all in that same thing. Uh, we can't play basketball, so we have to go for a network comedy. Uh, excuse yeah. me. We're three Latinos. <laughs> we're talking about uh, neither of us have a left foot. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. Like, the idea of like understanding what being poor means, right? Like, you know, just because I have a Nintendo and a Sega Genesis, unlike that Biggie song, like you're still poor. <laughs> like, yeah. You're yeah. still yeah. poor. I'm trying to remember when hard. when I sort of realized that yeah, my family was not uh, on the up and up. And I think it was when so my dad used to like lend money to people, um, just like sort of do like sort of uh, I guess you call it small scale like loan sharking. And then one time. Uh, this guy couldn't pay him back. And so he drove up to our house in a limousine. <laughs> and what had happened was my dad had like, just take this guy, like ran like a body shop or something. And so he said like, all right, I'll let you ride, you know, have the limousine for like a month or something as like collateral. And so my dad, we just like, we had a limousine that we just used as like a minivan uh, for like a month. And so I thought we were rich cause you know, we had a fucking limousine or something. Yeah. Uh, and then I think I realized that we weren't when our power got shut off because <laughs> my dad couldn't pay. Me. He had like a six hundred dollar like back due and owing, and it was I like I was yeah. trying to like put it together. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Like you know, we have uh, we have a limousine, uh, and there's no power in the house. Like you know, what's going on? Like you know, mom works uh, for the county. Dad's uh, sleeps in bed until noon. I mean, he must be a little businessman, right? <laughs> 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 who else could, who, why else we sleep in that late? You know, well, I, 
I, I didn't grow up like poor, um, but uh, when in like 1994 or 1993, I feel like we got a Super Nintendo. And then in 1998, uh, our video game system was a Super Nintendo. And uh, that's, <laughs> that's when I was like, oh, okay, so that's where we're at. You know, like yeah. we don't... We don't have the upgrade status. Yeah, I think I think I I got it in 1999. I got a Sega Saturn, <laughs> never used. Oh my god! Uh, wow. At that point, that it needed like a special adapter or something, and like for whatever reason, my parents couldn't buy it at Radio Shack or something. So it sat in a box for a year, and then I think it was it might have been turned in for a um, Super Nintendo. <laughs> so. Part of like what I consider like the OD lean years were like when uh, I turned 18. So my family was on public assistance. Uh, and when I turned 18, they kicked me off. Uh, and what they said was that, um, uh, hey, like you can't just go to school and get public assistance, right? Uh, and I, at that time, I was going to like Fordham University, which is like an okay school, right? It's like a private school. Uh, but they wanted, and I needed the, like, to be fair, like if we're, you're, we needed the public assistance. Like it wasn't like, what, like whatever. But, um, I remember my grandmother bringing me to, cause she raised me to the office, uh, and, um, uh, them being like, okay, in order for you to stay on and go to school, you have to go to a CUNY school because, Apparently, like, there's, like, some deal or something. I don't know if that's... I, I work at CUNY. <laughs> I know they, exactly, I know they, exactly can, they can make your schedule for you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that you are forced into, like, work programs, right? So, or whatever the fuck the reason was. And I was like, you want me to, like, go to, like, Lehman College, which is a good school, but, like, yeah. I already agreed to go to a private school, and I already had, like money and all that stuff to go there. You want me to, like, rescind my acceptance so that you can give me how much? And then I looked at my grandmother and I said, you know, how much do they give us? Like one to, and she says, they give you $55 a month. <laughs> and I was like, grandma, I'll get a job. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like you know what I mean? Like, I'll give you the $55. She was, no. <laughs> Can I just tell you, she was freaking the fuck out because she thought oh, I bet. this was going to like be the worst. We're not going to make rent. And I was like, they're just saying I can't get money and they're only giving yeah. me 55. So I can I'm 18. I think I could figure out how to make $55 a month <laughs> like to compensate. So then but what I had to do was. They were like, okay, well, you can't live there. I was like, great, I'll just move out. They're like, well, yeah. that's not good enough. You have to move out. Then the place you live at has to write a letter saying you live there. Oh, my God. And so what I'm trying to say is uh, from Sega Genesis to PlayStation 1 was a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I got like, my first job, I got a PS2. <laughs> yeah, like when, when, when my grandmother stopped getting the little bit of money she got, I had, was on my own, and it wasn't until maybe PlayStation 1 or 2 that I was able to get a system again. So that's what oh, I'm wow. trying to I, I didn't have one of those new systems, like the like a present day system, like for my entire childhood or whatever. And then when I, uh, in, in college, but you know, again, I wasn't like, but like um then when i got my first teaching job uh, i was teaching seventh and eighth grade i got my first paycheck i went right to best buy 
I got an Xbox, I got Halo. I was just like, I was like, oh my God, this is what it's like to have a video game that came out this year. It's unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> Man, you listen, my first job out of college, because I had taken some time off and then um, it took me like after that, like it took me a full maybe like year and a half to get like a job in marketing because surprise if you don't work for free while you're in school you can't work for money when you get out of school mm -hmm. and yeah. i couldn't work for free because i had to make money to make up for that 55 dollars a month that i wasn't getting uh so because i had no internships uh i i was very hard to get a marketing job but that being said when i did the very like like fucking uh such a stereotype uh the very first check i fucking because i had a crt tv still uh I bought like a very small like computer monitor to get like HD resolution and I bought an Xbox 360 I think it was and my mind was so blown by like the transition of I was like what is this like TV can look like this um uh, my grandmother also was like, mm, I see you got a lot of nice stuff. Where's that money? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like, where's that money we were talking about? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> my dad did the did the same thing. So he was on um he was on disability. And what had happened was he'd gotten uh, he'd gone to SSI and had basically they had said that he wasn't disabled, so they refused him the reward. But then years later he appealed and he got like back pay from when we were all kids. And so, like, you know, I got a check for, like, $2,000. Uh, you know, my sister got a check for, like, you know, 6000 because she was, like, younger. My brother got a check for some money. And so my dad, like, as soon as the award went out, my dad, like, called us up and was like, you're going to give me that money. <laughs> <laughs> I earned that money. And, like, it was, it was like, this weird dramatic thing. I was like, what are you going to do with, the, with this money? He's like, I'm going to take your mom on a trip. I'm like, that's a goddamn lie. We're going to do vacation except for Come funeral. Come back alone. Fordham would send me the uh, the stipends and like the student loan uh, checks, and my grandmother knew what a check looked like. So I would come home to like open letters, and she'd be like, uh, "So how much of this money you're gonna give me?" And I was just like, "Grandma, this is money for me to pay for books." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, she thought you know. Listen, I get yeah, it. You yeah. know, you don't trust nobody. You think I got a secret job out here? You think Fordham University is just breaking me off? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> breaking me off every semester, like. 13 inch TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I remember that. That was also like a funny thing of being like, well, how much of this uh, book stipend can I, can I, what's the cash value of War and Peace? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. God. Uh, um, when, one, one day I was at work and I got a phone call from my, my parents. This is like six years ago or whatever. And uh, they're like, uh, oh, we, um, we started a college fund for you. And I was like, what? When was this? And they're like, yeah, we forgot. And uh, so apparently they started this fund like a, a long time ago and uh, they forgot about it and uh, it matured. I don't know what kind of fund it was. And then the bank called them and they're like, you got to get this money out. It's like it's matured or whatever. Um, and they were like, oh, damn, we forgot to take that out while Alex Swick was in college. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I could have used it, by yeah, the way. Yeah. So they called oh, me. Two million dollars like, later. <laughs> <laughs> so Alex they called me. They're like, sold in two. Yeah. Yeah. No, but then they called me. They're like, hey, um, you know, uh, we had this college fund. We forgot about it. Um, and you have a job now and uh, you're paying off your loans or whatever. Can we get that money? And I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. I don't care. Just take it. I don't know. <laughs> I had to sign it out. It was really weird. That's that's, that's hilarious. My God. Uh, I uh, uh, 
I have a similar story, but with a 401k. So when I started working, working, I, someone sat me down and was like, you got to do 401k. And I never really like until way later knew exactly what it meant. I just knew you got to just dedicate a certain portion of it. And I immediately forgot that I had been doing it for years. Uh, and one of the times that uh, I was unemployed, I and I would never open the letters. I was just like, whatever. I, these are like <laughs> bills or whatever. <laughs> and it was one of the years I opened the letters and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can not work for a long time. <laughs> That money's gone, by the way. Yeah, uh, of course. It always... You have to pay a penalty, though. Yeah. Yes, that was I. There was one. There was one year where I. I I'm 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 good. I think I, it was just like, it was like this thing where, I, it's always good to have an account that you don't look at and you actually forget about because you might need it, um, in the future. But it was yeah. like, wild amounts of money. Yeah, I I had a, a situation like that too. I cashed out a four hundred one k to pay my way into SAG, but I didn't work for three years. So, yeah, <laughs> easy come, easy well, go. Let's get back to the news. Uh, okay. so, um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, of course. Go ahead, Alexis. we got ten minutes left in the show, but we'll 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 uh, get through this. Um, uh, you know what? I, I just added this uh, um, late breaking news: the governor of Michigan was a there was an attempt to kidnap her from the uh, uh, the militia in Michigan. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but basically um, an informant had t- uh, told the FBI that uh, people in his militia said they wanted to uh, kidnap the governor of Michigan and put her on a secret trial because of the mask uh, mandates. Right, they're going to try her for, uh, for treason, I think, was the plan. Yeah. <laughs> treason? <laughs> That's Young lady, we, we sentenced you to treason, but you have to date us first. <laughs> Sounds like one of your trials. <laughs> you don't know which one it'll be, though, innocent or guilty, which one you have to date me. Oh but um, So, yeah, no, that's pretty scary. Um, and uh, just before that, a few uh, months before, they, they had uh, gone to the uh, uh, Michigan State House with guns, and Trump told her to negotiate with them. He with said they're people- fine people. With the people that threatened to kidnap her? No. So apparently there might be overlap. They're not too sure yet. But yeah, okay. there was an earlier case where people had uh, marched on the uh, um, Michigan courthouse. Assembly. Yeah. yeah. With oh, guns okay. or whatever. And they were just like, they wanted to, you know, op- reopen the states, I guess. Oh, yeah. I remember. Like, and they had like full, like crazy ass guns. And 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 uh, I don't remember what happened, but I'm sure they were dealt with uh, accordingly. Yeah, yeah, they were, the <laughs> they were dealt with. That's right. I, there's the so top. much that happened since then. I'm, I think I remember it that like they were like, "This is insane that you're on a government uh, a property with guns." And then well, well, whenever whenever a militia uh, surrounds the uh, you know whatever the the assembly house, uh, every cop is asked to go out and talk to his brother. And tell his brother <laughs> to knock it off. Tell his brother to knock it off. It's like hey, Jerry, go to knock it off. Have you guys? I, I have a question about that. Have you guys ever been to a state that is a very like everybody gets to have guns state? Um, uh, California. So <laughs> no, no, no. But like, so I went to Texas one time. Uh, I had gone to Austin because everyone was like, "Austin's so great." 
not for us. Uh, <laughs> uh, still not for us. Uh, just saying. Uh, but I went and um, it was very jarring seeing people openly on the streets walking around with guns that I've only seen in Call of Duty. Uh <laughs> So I don't know. Also, I was like, well, maybe I should like try to go to a gun range because uh, I'll never get to do this. And I drove to the gun range, uh, not knowing how everything works. And I parked next to this old lady who got to she went into the trunk of her car and got what looked like a shotgun. Yeah. And I was like, no, thank you. And I like, like walked away. Um but um but yeah have you guys ever experienced that because that shit is mad scary i've never been to like a state where there's like open carry and i I don't like guns at all so yeah i went to yeah i used to my family used to go down to texas uh every year when i was growing up and so we were definitely like exposed to that a bit my dad also kept like a lot of guns in the house um like we he never he never went out to the range He, he taught us like weird kind of like gun safety rules so he said like never point a gun at a person uh if a person ever points a gun at you just like grab their hand like this and force it down and put your thumb between the uh the hammer and the barrel that will stop the bullet um oh my god i've seen videos like that where they're just kind of like i watched a video where this guy was like okay a man comes at you with a gun and another man has a knife behind you and this is how you get out of it it's like no no i don't know i'm i'm convinced looking back on now i'm pretty sure my dad was just like crazy like he also told us like how to you know we had loose dogs on the street so he said if you're ever attacked by a dog throw up your non-dominant arm and then gouge the dog's eyes out with your thumb. Uh, you know, we were eight. So <laughs> this, uh, is the kind of, this is the level of, you know, just like wacky, like, you know, news away. you can use type of, uh, type of stuff. It's like you, they're like, they're, they're holding a gun and you're supposed to knock their hand. Is it this way? It's like in, right? Nah, dude, just stay still. <laughs> I know. That, well, that's what I'm doing. Uh, he's there. a police officer. That's the only just, reason that someone's just, gonna at you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I watched a self-defense video and this guy was like, okay, so you know how like everyone tells you to like, if you're being choked or whatever, like poke the guy's eyes out. He's like, I'm a trained martial artist. I'm going to choke you. Go for my eyes. And if I don't break your neck by the time my eyes are guised out, then this is a successful technique. And nobody, <laughs> and nobody, and nobody did it. successfully gouges out. <laughs> they're like, don't listen to people because it's just like, it doesn't work. Oh, we have a question, Alexis. I don't know mm-hmm. if you want to. Please go ahead. What's the this question? Was, it was Katie, we were fighting a gun. And then, oh, and then actually a question for the Akitali. Yeah, Akitali. I've never fired a gun. No, I uh, I, I have fired. I In high school, we went to a gun range to shoot a uh, film for our AP government class uh-huh. uh, that involved, it was about the Skokie, uh, Illinois uh, hate uh, crime trial or hate speech trial. Uh, so for the folks at home uh, who aren't uh, versed in Supreme Court history, uh, there was a town of Skokie, Illinois, which was home to a lot of uh, Illinois, Illinois, which is home to a lot of uh, Holocaust survivors um, who had fled from Europe and settled in Skokie. And uh, neo-Nazis, American neo-Nazis planned a march uh, through the town. It was a big deal. And this was sort of like, I think this kind of like cemented the ACLU as like, we'll defend anybody as they defended and successfully litigated uh, the neo-Nazis' uh, right to march through Skokie. Uh, and so, uh, for my AP government class, they did like, you know, that story, but then they did the revenge thing afterwards where a guy shoots a neo-Nazi part two. <laughs> at the march. I got to play a Nazi. 
uh, who got shot. <laughs> wow. And I think, I don't know, I, like, no, I didn't kill, no, 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 it was, it was for a class project. <laughs> this is wild. Crazy. You yeah, killed a guy for a class project? No, we just, we spent a Saturday afternoon and did all the gun, you know, we did all the gun shooting uh, at the range and then like, you know, filmed it and stuff for, for class. Alex played a Nazi and did he ever stop? <laughs> Folks, I want to get to this last story. I know we're, we we got you know a few minutes left uh, in the hour, and everybody's about to go off and have dinner and do whatever they need to do. Um, <laughs> we have a, a Karen of the of the week. Um, basically, a uh, uh, Mexican grandfather was um, uh, sure. <laughs> somebody called the police on a Mexican grandfather because his grand his grandson has blonde hair, and a woman, uh, ostensibly a white woman, uh, neighbor, uh, said, called the police and said that he's kidnapping that child. Uh, then the cops showed up, they questioned him for an hour, got proof, blah, blah, blah. And while the cops were questioning him, the woman came up with a samurai sword, uh, saying that she had their back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. The Mexicans fear the samurais, like my father used to say. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and, uh, then, I'm, I'm sorry, well, then the grandpa was told not to confront the woman. What she did is totally fine. He was warned. So uh, that Iron Body Ninja book that I read actually, I guess, is a real thing. <laughs> when I was a teenager, could you imagine like having the gall to like walk up to in the scenario with a, a sword? I'm telling you, in, in all these stories, and I don't really understand it. Like, are white people officially cops? Like yeah. they, they yeah. the way they act around cops, where where like the police are trying to do their job, they're just kind of like, don't worry, I'm I'm a I'm part of the team, I'm part of the white uh, the white department, I guess. <laughs> the white department. Uh, well, I don't know, Alexis. You know how it is. Like sometimes, like in in those situations, like you're just like, God damn, this is just a white person. But like, if I do or say anything, like. It becomes, yeah. It's, it becomes yeah. like it's like I punched that actual authority. <laughs> um, yeah. So these are I the mean, as a that Alex defends in court. Okay, <laughs> wow. You know what? I and knew nothing there was to be ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, my defense is that this person is white. Oh my God. Case <laughs> <laughs> closed. All right, next. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, you a person of color just walk straight to the uh, uh, jail <laughs> just, <laughs> go straight to the sentencing phase oh my god so um, that's that's our time for today um, Will thank you so much for, for having us at the Litverse uh, I'm glad you finally uh, accepted my invitation to, uh, <laughs> you mean your demands yes yeah um, Will uh, you know I, I know you're doing the Litverse for uh, the rest of October anywhere else where people can uh, check you out or the stuff no, you do uh, so just straight up uh, I mean if you want to follow at Big Wheelie Get Silly on Instagram but I would really prefer that you know you guys on uh, you know follow on Twitch uh, subscribe on YouTube uh, Facebook for your parents uh, uh, at the Litverse because it's not just me it's actually not me that much at all actually it's really like um, just you'll get to see a lot of different uh, black and brown faces you know BIPOC faces really you know putting a lot of effort into like doing content and, and really just presenting really dope stuff uh, and also businesses like you'll find out what 
dope ass businesses uh to go and support uh uh so we're we're working on that stuff so like if you could if you got time every friday saturday and sundays is our super soul sunday so like sometimes we'll have like home and garden shit sometimes maybe not oh that's cool uh, uh but yeah please at the libverse wherever you choose to do your social media yeah and as we do every week uh we end with a final thought from our he he played a nazi on tv but not in real life <laughs> our uh local uh, barrister alex estrada alex what, what's your final thought for today my final thought uh, in the swirling cosmos that is the lit verse there are uh, countless billions upon billions of stars uh, but in the lit verse there is also a dead star a dim cold hopeless point of nothingness we call that the alexis star oh, okay. <laughs> can you cut this can you cut Are this we... out <laughs> all right have a good night everybody bye, bye everybody bye. nice to see you Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.